Today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities Incorporated, expert engineers, designers, and manufacturers of steel training towers, burn rooms, and mobile units that are all made in the USA. Welcome back to Three Point Firefighter. I want to talk to you for about 15 minutes about a phrase. Now, the phrase by itself isn't that bad, but when officers use it and put no intent behind it, then I cannot stand it. Give me about 15 minutes. We'll talk about it. Okay. So when officers, and when I say officers, I mean captains, battalion chiefs, deputy chiefs, on up to the head man himself, the chief of the department, I cannot stand when they say, I would do anything to keep my people safe, but they don't. So why do these officers say this? Is it to make themselves feel better? Maybe. Does it make, is it to make the crew feel better? I don't know. Maybe. But that phrase without true intent is just terrible. So, for example, let's talk about a couple different things. And I, I'm going to make my point here in a couple seconds. So when officers say, I will do anything to keep my people safe, but they pencil whip training, or maybe they don't exercise at all or make you exercise. Maybe they don't wear their gear correctly or make you wear your gear correctly. What about proactive on cancer prevention? See, that's what I'm talking about. When people say I would do anything to keep my people safe and they don't do the simplest of things that cost zero dollars, then I've got a problem with that. All right. So let's talk about training for a little bit. When an officer says, oh, I'll move heaven and earth to keep my people safe. Or, I want to make sure my boys get to go home next day, no matter what but they spend their time on a couch and they don't do any training or you see him pencil whip a school report knowing full well you didn't do the training drives me crazy. Or what about the battalion chief that knows his people pencil whip reports and do nothing about it? And they probably, they probably say the same phrase. I would do anything to keep my people safe. Would they though? They're letting their captains pencil whip training, right? Or even bad mouth training to the point where nobody wants to go to training. What about when they do training around the firehouse? Is it the kind of training you do on a couch or by, by a table out in the bay drinking coffee? Now, I've got no problem with that kind of training every now and then, but that should not be the bulk of our training. So when you've got a company commander that every time he has to do training, he does mat books or he does, you know, uh, knots, ropes and knots, does stuff inside all the time. He doesn't care about you. Don't let don't let him fool you and make you think that he does care about you. He's trying to check a box. Why do they do this? I don't know. Maybe they don't have a skill set and they don't want to show you that they don't know what they're doing. You know, your company officers should be pushing you to train and train hard, because if you train hard, you're going to be ready for the big game. Plain and simple. When we come to work, it's not to sit on the couch and watch TV. It's to keep our community safe. Citizens first. Right. So you should have your officers, your battalion chief, your deputy chiefs, your assistant chiefs, whatever chief chief, they need to make sure that their people are doing their training because that training is going to, number one, most importantly, protect our citizens and number two, protect you. So my question when it comes to training, are they, is it challenging training? I hope so. If not, though, when they say I would do anything to keep my people safe, I, I doubt it. I doubt it. I think they're saying I would do anything to keep my people safe as long as it's not a challenge or difficult for me because that's bullshit, isn't it? What about let's let's talk about uh, working out or exercising. 
So you got your officers that say, hey, you know, I do anything to, to keep my people safe. But do they work out? No, maybe not. What about the, the battalion chiefs or your crew commanders? Are, are they setting the bar for you, too? I mean, think about this. Their battalion chiefs or crew majors or whatever you call them, your district chiefs, they're there because theoretically they've got the most experience and education and they're able to share that to keep their people safe. So that would I would one would assume that that means that they take care of themselves, they exercise, they train, they make sure that their company commanders do the same thing. Are they setting the standard? What about the chief of the department? Is your chief of the department exercising with you? Does your chief of the department go to training? We're all the same team. And anybody that says, I would do anything to keep my people safe, and they don't, they're not on my team. I don't know about you guys, but they're not on my team. They may be wearing the same uniform as me. They're not on my team. They're bumper sticker and T-shirt firefighters. And those are the firefighters that love to go and wear T-shirts off duty and have bumper stickers all over their truck. I'm a firefighter, blah, 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 blah. But are they really doing anything that they can to keep you safe? Hopefully there's some out there. I'm really hoping that there's somebody listening to this and so far they're going, well, yeah, I do all that. Whether they're a captain, lieutenant, district chief, battalion chief, chief of the department, whatever it is. If they're listening to this right now and going, Barnes, this podcast is kind of dull. I already do this stuff. Brother, you've got to email me because I want to talk to you. The thing about it is I don't care what skill set you have in the fire department, how good you are. If you're out of shape, then you're not meeting the potential, your, your max potential. You're being a minimum firefighter. Think about it. If, you, if you're really good on the fire ground and you're really good in training, but you're out of shape, well, doesn't it make sense that if you're in better shape, you could do those other things better too? Why not set the example? When you get up to the offices, right? When you be, become, whether it's a, a crew major or on or above, does that mean you don't have to work out and train? No, absolutely not. Remember, you want to do anything you can to keep your people safe. And sometimes that means you have to set the standard. Now, I've been struggling with energy lately, and I won't take any of those energy shots or energy drinks because they're so bad for you. Now, Magic Mind is a healthy blend of safe ingredients to help you have more productivity with less stress and more energy, all without having those harmful chemicals that will make you feel like your heart's going to explode. It is a much safer and better choice with natural ingredients. Now, Magic Mind has hooked up all my listeners. So if you go to www.magicmind.co forward slash three point and put in the code 3.20, that's three, the number three, point, the numbers two and zero, you put that in, you will get 40% off your subscription for the next 10 days. Be sure to check it out. Another one that drives me completely insane, and anybody that works with me knows this, is when people do not wear their their PPE and SCBAs correctly. goes all through me. And one thing I can't understand, and I did it. Now, I'll be honest with you. I did all this stuff. I'm on the other side of it. So I feel like I, I can say this stuff because I have been on both sides of it. But I cannot see when people don't wear their waist, waist strap on their SCBA. Do you think it's cool? Is that it? Well, if you think it's cool, you're an ego-driven firefighter, you're not on my team. If you're too lazy to hook it up and put your SEBN on tighter, you're not on my team. What you're doing is your own version of how the fire department should be. And that's that's not acceptable, right? Why would you want to bring an entanglement hazard to a fire ground scene? That doesn't make any sense to me. It does, it makes zero sense. 
Why would you not want to wear your, your air pack and your gear completely right to keep yourself safe? Because if you're safe and not entangled, well, it just stands to reason you have a better chance of pulling people out of the fire. I don't know. It makes sense to me. What about the uh, the disco firefighter that like the top of their turnout coat is like buttoned, unbuttoned down to where, you know, like chest hair and flipping, you know, your hood sticking out. Come on, man. What What's the point of that? What is the point of that? Does it look cool? Because, again, if you're trying to look cool, that's an ego-driven firefighter. You're not on my team. OK, and if you're one of those people who say, I'll do anything to keep my people safe. Well, how about you set a good standard, a good example, and then make sure your people set, you know, do what you what you do. Right. What example are you setting if you absolutely allow your people to dress like that? Um, the last thing here, cancer. OK, is cancer a big deal uh, in the fire department. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Check this out. Cancer caused 66 percent of career firefighter line of duty deaths from 2002 to 2019. Okay. Now this is data from the IAFF. Think about that. 66% of career firefighters line of duty deaths from 2002 to 2019. That's cancer caused that. Do you wear your SCBA in overhaul? No. Why not? If you're a crew commander, you need to be doing it, setting an example and making your, your crew do it. If you're the battalion chief or the crew commander or district chief, you should make your people do it. Why? Because there's more carcinogens in the air after a fire. Why in the world would we not wear our air pack? Okay, a couple of reasons here. Here's what I've heard before. Well, it's cumbersome. Yep, our job is hard, so things get cumbersome. Maybe take a longer break. Um, well, you know, I've already been, a fire, I've already done this for like 30 years. There's, there's no sense in doing it now. If I've got it, I got it. Nope. Chances are you go to a doctor, at least get annual physicals. You may not have it. So why not be proactive with it now? And again, you're worrying about yourself. Think about not only yourself, but your crew. Set that example. What can we do for cancer prevention that costs zero dollars? Well, number one, like I said, wear your SCBA and overhaul. Wear it, right? Yeah. Maybe uh, it, it's harder on your back and your shoulders, but then again, you should be exercising. And if you are exercising, maybe focus on that. Talk to a trainer. Talk to somebody that knows what they're talking about, about what muscles firefighters need to be working so they can wear their gear for longer extended periods of time. So that didn't cost anything. What about wiping your neck and your face and your hands all around uh, when you come out of a fire? That's free, right? That didn't cost anything. Make sure you wipe your face. Now, I'm going to say three words, and it's going to send a bunch of you into a tizzy. Let me get through these three words. Clean your cab. Now, I'm not talking about clean cab. Calm down. It's not the clean cab thing where you keep all your gear in a pickup truck behind you or whatever stupid crap it is. But clean your cab. Clean your cab vigorously. It doesn't cost any extra money. Scrub that cab once a week. You know, if you're a chief, make a policy. But clean your cab once a week. Scrub it. I'm not just talking about wiping this down, wiping that down. I'm talking about scrubbing your cab because that is full of carcinogens from fires you've been at. Clean your gear better. Uh, you know, clean your 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 turnout, your helmet, your mask. Clean all that stuff. Um, after a fire, take showers. Get cleaned up. Well, man, that's every week. We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah, you do. There's people that go to work and all they do is turn bolts on an assembly line all day long or they dig ditches in the heat and in the cold or they roof houses in the heat and the cold and every other job. Yeah. So what if we got to spend two hours out of the 24 we're there cleaning our, our vehicles? It, 
Why not? Think about all the times you have kids go through your vehicles. When maybe you go to a school tour, they come to your fire department and you set them up in there with your helmet on. You put your helmet on them and they're sitting right next to the air pack that's still off gassing. Think about this, right? So look, here's what I'm getting at. When you say I would do anything to keep my people safe, then do it. Mean it. Don't just make it a, a buzzword or a catchphrase or a meme. I would do anything to keep my people safe. You know what? Do anything to keep your people safe. Make sure you exercise. Make sure you do real challenging training. Make sure you wear your gear right. That's the easiest one, man. You just put your gear on the way you're taught. And when it comes to cancer prevention, wear your SCBA, wipe your face, clean your cab, take your showers. Look, if you're one of these officers that do all this stuff, brother, I want to talk to you, sister. I want to talk to you. Because I have seen in my travels and in my experience that people don't take this job seriously enough. And here's the bottom line, especially with cancer prevention. Imagine yourself, 43 years old, in your living room that is now basically turned into a hospital room because you're dying. Uh, you got your family around you. You're in excruciating pain. You weigh 75 pounds and your family's holding your bony hand. You're not going to look up at him and go, you know what? At least I didn't have to wear my SCBA in overhaul. No, you're not. You're not going to say that. You'd give anything in the world to go back in time and start doing things right. Well, this is your wake-up call. This is your wake-up call. Take your job seriously. Take your health seriously. Think about your family. And if you're an officer and you don't do these things, from now on, just say, I will do anything to keep my people safe up to the point where it's difficult for me. That'd be fine. Just let us know where we stand, man. Are you on our team or you're on another team? Because if you're on our team, you need to care about us. Now, if anybody needs to hear this, please share this podcast. Do me a favor, like and subscribe. Go to my YouTube channel, Three Point Firefighter, and do the same. I would love some feedback, so let me know what you think. Uh, three Point Firefighter at gmail.com. If you have something you want me to talk about, send me an email. If you have something, uh, somebody that should be on here, send me an email. I appreciate your time. I hope you have you had a great Thanksgiving, and I hope you have a great New Year. Thank you very much. Stay safe, brothers and sisters. Today's podcast is sponsored by Fire Facilities Incorporated, expert engineers, designers, and manufacturers of steel training towers, burn rooms, and mobile units that are all made in the USA. Today's podcast was sponsored by Fire Facilities, designers and manufacturers of realistic, built-to-last training structures and mobile units for 30 years. Make training count. Visit firefacilities.com for more information.